0: are just 77 days until the election. Tonight is the first night of the Democratic National Convention, a very different virtual-only convention this year. Everything about 2020 is different. Uh, in the latest polls, Biden is ahead of Trump by nine points, or four points, depending on which poll you're looking at. But when it comes to the economy, uh, polls say that that is the most important thing to Americans this year. It, it is the economy. When asked which party would be better at handling the economy, Republicans lead by nine points. That's Pew Research four days ago. So what happens if Joe Biden wins, specifically to the stock market? We're going to dig into exactly what Biden has said about his policies, and we're going to... Uh, Try to map those to potential impact on various market segments. Regardless of your personal political feelings, be prepared. And and we're going to prepare in the, for the event of change, and that always pre- presents us with financial opportunity. At Dumb Money, we're all about being prepared. So today on Dumb Money Live, we're going to uncover what all the investors need to know about Joe Biden potentially winning the election. This is Dumb Money Live with Chris Camillo. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. Welcome to Dumb Money Live, Monday, August 17th. Today, the first in a series of election episodes. Before we get too far into things though, be sure you do smash the like button, wake up the YouTube algorithm. Also, we have the live chat going.
1: All right, let, let's just say this about today's episode. So we, we've been we've been talking about this for a while. Today, the brunt of today's episode is is... Investing in the election. And I want to make something very clear. This is like part one of a 10 part series. Between now and the election, we'll probably do 10 episodes because this is so important. Uh, we, you know, as social ARB investors, we're all about investing in change, identifying change early, preparing your mind for what that change is likely to be, running various scenarios so that as that change is happening, you can get your trade on and ARB out. Uh, you know, are about opportunities that the change is, is affecting in public securities quicker than others, right? That's what the entire show is about. So today we're going to start at a very, very high level. And we, we just want to go right into the most. The, what is the biggest change that could happen as a result of this election? Joe Biden wins the election. And, and I think it's really important, guys. I want to say this for us and for our followers, just to keep your mind clear and to, to really think pragmatically about this. You have to throw politics out the window, right? Like, when you're thinking about this subject, I, I made myself not, like, I, I had to get rid of all my emotions related So I have politics. You have them. Jordan, you have them. Uh, but we can't I don't, be political. I'm very
0: anti-political. Right? My only politics is I don't like politicians on either side. If you've decided to well, be a politician, yeah, you're like me. I'm out.
1: <laughs> you're the first member, Dave, of my radical centrist movement. I, I'm a That's radical true. centrist, and I— Having to define what that meant over the past year. But either either everybody loves, basically I either fit or I don't fit anything. I'm not in the left or the right. It just depends on the subject matter, right? And yeah. we, we look at, I can't get, start talking about politics. Well, that will be a five-hour show. Before, but we just need
0: to basically explain that we're not political guys. Uh, and if anything, we are so centrist in politics. Like you, you say you're a radical centrist. I say I'm a centrist with a techno. Like technology can solve all of the world's problems, as kind of the the one step beyond that. You give me a problem, I will think about it for ten minutes and tell you how technology. Like uh, I'm a futurist, a technologist, a futurist. That's that's how I see it.
1: Dave, you're a faction of my radical centrist party. You're a faction. We we have people like you. I'm I'm even
0: more in the center than your radical center. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but but i think it's really important we're not going to ever get into politics in any of the 10 episodes we'll do between now and the election it's really about just looking at the data and trying to figure out where the trade is going to go and getting there early it's all about having a super prepared mind running the scenarios we're going to run some scenarios today but we're going to keep it really high level today okay and then over the next eight to ten weeks we're Going to stream more election episodes where we'll dive deeper into each of the topics that will surface today. Uh, Some of them, like today's episode, will be directly related to a Biden win because that would be the biggest change, right? Like a Trump win would definitely have impact, uh, but maybe not as much impact and maybe not create as much opportunity for investors and traders as a Biden win. So, I laugh when investors are like, oh, this is going to be terrible for the stock market or this is going to be great for the stock market. It doesn't matter who wins as long as you know how to trade it. Right. I mean, either I mean,
0: both sides have a you know, there's there are sections of the market that will do better under a Biden presidency and a section that would do better under a Trump presidency. And there's a lot of the country that would do better under a Camillo presidency. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, I can only imagine. I mean, if 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 we can just get someone to stream me properly every day to the American public for my fireside chat. Well, I
0: fire myself <laughs> from this job, so I'm glad. I'm glad to uh, let you just hire someone to take over this job and just let me show up instead of doing all the technical I, stuff.
1: Uh, Dave, how are we? This is really interesting. How we're going to do this? This whole Joe Biden, how to invest in Joe Biden segment. We're not just going to talk about it. We figured why speculate on what would be the best way to invest in a Joe Biden win? Why don't we let Joe Biden tell you how to invest in a Joe Biden win? Why don't we just listen to his words? So yeah. what we did was we listened to Joe Biden and we're just going to dissect his own words and we're going to keep it very high level today, right? We're not we're not going to barely even talk about individual stocks. Very. We're to listen to his words to dissect what he's actually going to do if he wins, and how we would how we would invest in
0: that. Right? Was that the plan here? That is the plan.
2: If I'm fortunate enough to be elected president, I'll be laser focused on working families, the middle class families I came from here in Scranton, not the wealthy investor class. They don't need me. But working families do, and this may be, should be in my view, the guiding principle. We must reward work as much as we've rewarded wealth, but now we just reward excessive wealth.
0: So, so speaking what does of, that mean, speaking of uh, excessive wealth, welcome back to Dumb Money. <laughs>
1: Oh, boy. So... The the, the only YouTube channel that has traded up nine figures. No. Eight figures in 2020 since the start of the pandemic. When will we get to nine Um, figures? Oh, boy. I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, you know what? The year's not over, Dave. It's not over yet. So, watch out. That Zoomies trade um, and a
0: couple (laughs) others
1: here, I mean... But since the start of the pandemic, we are up well over eight figures here at Dumb Money and maybe nine by the end of the year. You never know. It's, it's theoretically possible. Unlikely, but theoretically possible. So um,
0: talk so, to me about this. So, so he's basically saying that he's he's uh, not he's not going to be fighting for the uh, investing elite. He's fighting for the working man and uh, rewarding working hard.
1: Well, you know what it means to me? It means to me that, and he said this before, Joe Biden is for a nationalized minimum wage of $15, okay? And so he's not, like, pounding the dirt with that $15 national over and over again because he does doesn't want to disrupt relationships with donors at a very critical time. A lot of corporate donors, that is, right? So he's not going to say it, but you have to read between the lines. Joe Biden, the second he gets elected, is going to push for a $15 nationalized minimum wage. I think even with uh, the Senate being controlled by the Republicans, if the Republicans hold the Senate, that's something that he might have a chance pulling off. And what that means for me is is shorting companies like five below okay so five below for you guys who don't know five below and i said we're not going to talk too much about individual stocks but i do want to talk about this one five below is a company that operates so efficiently they have small scale stores all around the country their primary uh their primary cost is employees because they have minimum wage employees in fact they hire employees part-time pay them minimum wage i don't think they have any healthcare, and So if their employees go from seven bucks an hour to fifteen nationally, that's essentially doubling the biggest cost factor for five below. So that's an example of one way to trade the fifteen-dollar nationalized minimum wage that Joe Biden is likely to put into effect. And like,
3: so So like some fast food chains, and uh, um, you know that it's going to seep into not just uh, minimum wage but also. Um, some of the stuff, this debate that's been going on in California about uh, 1099 employees turning into full time employees, right? And so there's, so it could be an Uber Lyft uh, issue too. Dude, Jordan, yeah, that is, that is off, aw- that's
1: awesome. Like I, I, I'm glad you kind of made the connection there. Uh, so this is another one I want to put down because listen, it's all about having a prepared mind running these scenarios. So you want to start to kind of build a list of trades, right? And I think I agree with you a thousand percent, Jordan, like shorting an Uber Lyft uh, as well as a five below is definitely for me. um, Part of that minimum wage, part of that segment that Joe was just talking about. So good way to think about it. What else we got from Joe?
2: And it's time corporate America paid their fair share of taxes. We thought in our administration we should lower the tax in the high thirties to 28 percent, then lower it to 21. I'm going to raise it back up to 28.
0: Raising taxes, well, on corporate America, <laughs> like so that affects, no that affects all the big companies, right?
3: Yeah, that can that can eat into 12 percent of uh, of earnings, right? Um, if you just do the quick math on that. So, so uh, guys,
1: let's. We wouldn't want to get too creative here. I have a simple way to trade this, and and we'll dig into this in a future episode, not today. In a future episode, we are going to poll the companies that went up the most on that corporate tax break news, right? And those are the companies that we would likely short on a Joe Biden win because the market obviously is going to beat those companies up the same way they drove them, beat those companies down the same way they drove them up when they got the corporate tax break. So it's a really easy trade, just takes a little bit of homework, right? We will do it on a future episode, and and we'll have those tickers ready to go. Now, I do want to remind everyone that a Joe Biden win with Republicans holding the House is very different than a Joe Biden win in a blue wave where the Democrats Win, excuse me, the Democrats win the Senate, not the House, the Senate, where the Democrats take over the Senate and hold the House, and they take all three Houses. Um, we're going to go into deep detail on those two scenarios on a future episode. Um, but even in an episode, guys, uh, episode, even in a scenario where the Republicans hold the Senate, I think there's a reasonable chance he might be able to get a corporate, uh, a move up in the corporate tax, tax rate. So it's... it's something that we need to think about deeply.
0: Which All leads right, right into... his.
3: Uh, before we move on, if the Democrats uh, do take control of the entire federal government, basically, um, it might not be a bad thing. Um, I was looking at some research that shows that, like, on average, the S&P moves up about 10%. When the Republicans hold the whole deck of cards, it can go up, like, 15% um, on average. And then when the Democrats hold you know, all the cards again, it's closer to like 13 or 14 percent. So still better than average. So it might um, not be Jordan, you know. we need to save that debate for a okay. future
1: episode, because I'm going to say right now that the the number of scenarios where that has happened and the what the what it, the Democratic Party was when that happened is yeah. probably very different. Because from that what dates the all the way back to the, out that. The,
0: that dates back to like the 20s and 30s when the Democratic Party was very different. And the Republican Party was very different. They were they, they've morphed into but something. But also, very different.
1: also, guys, I think I think both parties now. I think in even in the past, when when one party had all three houses, they would generally work together. They were more aligned on working together on a middle of the road package. Where now, if you have three houses, like you're just go, you're going for the kill, right? It, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. You have all three houses. You're going in for the kill, right? Uh, and I think in 2020, it's a very different environment.
3: Well, so we do I know, think he's it's wanting like... to build, though. So he's wanting to spend some money, too. So he wants to build back better. And we all know this. We'll uh, get in. Yeah, we
0: no, have. We'll, but we, get, we uh, also, I right, also true. do want to, in a future episode, have this debate about the historic impact of presidential elections on yeah. stock prices, too, because there's some fascinating things. That, you know, the year leading the year of a presidential election has a higher average return than non-presidential elections, except for the third term of a presidency generally has a out, outpaced. There's some weird stats out there that you can't really trade on, but I, I think it's just fascinating. So we will be talking about that in a future episode. But now this, the, the whole corporate tax thing leads right into Joe's next clip.
2: Provide hundreds of billions of dollars to invest. The growth in this country, and the days of Amazon paying nothing in federal income tax will be over.
0: And we know exactly what that says. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Although, <laughs> well, this was
3: actually an incentive, right, for uh, for reinvestment in your company, and then uh, so they were like the incentive was to actually build growth and. So if you uh, if you take away some of those incentives and you take away growth,
0: I mean, yeah, I don't blame Amazon for using the tax law to their advantage. Like, would you pay more taxes than you had to if you filed your taxes the normal way and just do all the things you're supposed to do and you end up not owing anything because you, you know, gave money to charity and you did the things in your normal life that that can benefit you on it? I mean, people prepare for their taxes. Companies should, too. So even if
3: Amazon said they took advantage of the tax code to be able to build their business, right? And so that's the tax code said, you build your business and we're going to give you a discount. And that's what they did.
1: Yeah, but also, guys, the last couple of years, I mean, Amazon has actually been paying an insane amount of taxes. Like like that's the thing. So it's actually it's a falsity. And I think even since uh, since that pressure uh, started the last year about Amazon and taxes, Jeff Bezos has come out. And like, I think they're going to pay so much. This company is going to pay so much in taxes this year yeah. that I think like it won't even be an issue by the time Biden, if he, Biden gets elected and gets to that point. But I will say this. The mere fact that Biden is saying that, I think the market will be spooked on. Him. It's not about the reality. It's about perception, right? So I could see myself shorting amazon i would never so much is, but shorting it as a very short term like a one-day trade into a biden win if i think biden's going to win or maybe just prior to election just because the market is going to have this perception of bad for amazon would you and really
0: though the, the, you'd i actually I you'd actually be amazon in a in a short position against amazon for a window just
1: just for a short – Dave, just for a short, short window, and then I would double down long on Amazon because I think the reality is they're not going to punish Amazon because they're going to see that they're paying a tremendous amount of tax this year. It's not going to go anywhere, and and it's – yeah, I, no, I'm not – I wouldn't short Amazon because I think the policy is going to hurt them. I would short them potentially because I think the perception of the policy just based on the election win – would temporarily knock Amazon as one of these companies that funds are going to trade, right? Like trade down or that speculators are going to trade down, up or down based on that election win. So it's just something I think that we need to all be thinking about. That's all.
0: Next up.
2: The federal government spends taxpayers' money. We should use it to buy American products and support American jobs. My plan would tighten the rules to make this a reality and it goes further during my first term alone we'll invest 400 billion dollars in purchasing products and materials our country needs to modernize our infrastructure replenish our critical stockpiles and enhance national security that's how much the federal government will spend on buying products the federal government these funds will provide reliable predictable predictable demand for products made by American workers. So, um, you know, this reminds me
1: of, I talked about this on an episode last week when I had that massive trade in Cerner when Obama came out before he got elected and said that he was gonna spend like half a trillion dollars, same thing, on the digitization of health records. And I immediately bought Cerner Right? So this is very similar, I think, um, but companies like Martin Marietta Materials, uh, and there's a bunch of others that are just in the space of providing the materials for massive construction projects, right? And that's really what Joe Biden is all about. He's he's been about this for a long time, guys. Unlike Trump, when Trump was elected, he said, "Oh, steal, steal," you know, and like nothing ever materialized of it. Yeah. I mean, this is this is part of Biden's like, it's part of his soul. It's who he is. And I truly think this time around, I am going to support some of those companies. I I think Biden's. This is the one thing. Would you guys agree? That Republicans will green light even if they hold the Senate. Like, this is something the Democrats will push for and the Republicans will give in on because I think,
3: both, I think no matter which way this election goes, I mean, Trump has been talking about doing stuff like this. For four years, yeah, nothing has actually come of it. Um,
1: he, he doesn't have, he does not have the people in his administration to really strategically yeah. put that type of stuff together. And and he's on, he's distracted with all this other crazy stuff, right? Whether it's yeah. lawsuits or, you know, like the impeachment and this, like, I don't think we're going to have that. I think if Biden gets elected, I think it is going to be a tremendous amount of, pol- whether we like the policy or not, there will be a lot of policy uh being pushed out there and i think to a certain extent there are things like this that the republicans will go for quite honestly there's really
0: no controversy at all when it comes to buying american and american infrastructure like those are there's a few things in american politics that you can just say and and you walk away fine right oh we're gonna buy a more american
3: yeah
1: but i do have
0: have a couple uh, that that always that that always works works, right
3: if we're talking about those what do you got ma'am all right, I've got um, Martin Marietta materials, and I've got. I Vulcan just said materials. that. I did literally you say, just did you say Vulcan. That. Also, I must have what? spaced out. Did you say no? No, one? I didn't say anything else. I just said that one. Oh, Martin Marietta. So also Vulcan materials. They make um, like most of the um, concrete aggregate for uh, in the United States. So yeah. Sorry, I must have spaced out when you said Martin Marietta, but yeah, Vulcan. That's
1: okay. That's okay. So those those are two stocks, I and mean, there's probably others too. But like, just this is. These these we'll talk about this more in other episodes. But these are stocks that I might start getting into prior to election, because I think these are stocks that everyone is well aware of in a Biden presidency. And if it looks like he starts to gain an edge, uh, they'll start to fly. And even if he doesn't, it's not like the stocks are going to fall apart uh, within a Trump presidency. So it's kind of like the type of thing where probably, you know, flattish. Right, going into a Trump presidency in terms of social arb, to positive in a Biden presidency from a social arb perspective. Now, there's obviously other things that could happen to these tickers related to the pandemic and various things, but uh, I do like the I do like the risk reward as, as election trades on both of them.
2: Let's lower the cost of prescription drugs and stop the surprise billing and provide public options to cover the millions of Americans who are without health care by adding it to Obamacare.
0: Capping drug prices.
1: Yeah, capping drug. This is an interesting one. Uh, This goes back to the Hillary days where we used to trade every time the word capping drug prices would come out of Hillary's mouth or the mouth of anyone related to her campaign. um, All the pharma stocks would get hit. Right. And so if Joe Biden is going to kind of pick up where Hillary Hillary left off. When it comes to aggressively capping drug prices, that would be a net negative for the pharma sector uh, and probably the biotech sector as well. And I think those sectors have been pretty hot, right? So that's
3: something to think about. If you want to play it long, like if you're not really into shorting like that, I think it would probably be a net benefit for like uh, some of these healthcare stocks, like United Health. Yeah. Because you know, their costs uh, would go down, and um, just generally, I mean, generally, uh, United Healthcare did really well um, with the first passage of Obamacare.
1: Jordan, you're totally right. Uh, and the, another thing about United that's interesting is that United, is, I think, I think they might be the leader in Medicare supplement plans. Uh, and obviously, with a, I almost just said with an Obama administration, with a, <laughs> might as well be right <laughs> with a with a Biden administration. Um, and Obamacare obviously getting all the attention and even will, could become larger especially if they win the Senate I think Medicare Medicaid, Medicare supplemental plans will be all the rage right because everyone is going to be pushed into these government plans so really at that point it becomes about trying to supplement that with private plans through someone like United Yeah, we're
2: going to give 4 million buildings all across this country, the same energy makeover that you get here at Chase, at Chase Center. It's going to create at least one million jobs in construction, engineering, and manufacturing in order to get it done. It's going to make places, the places where we work, we live, we learn, healthier, improving indoor air quality and water quality. It's going to save tens of billions of dollars in energy cost over time all about so alternative energy
0: and this is where this is where i'm so excited about tesla right there's so much there's so much to say about tesla and the future
3: there really is. Yes, like, man, but not on the corporate side. Like he's talking about corporate buildings and stuff like that. They're not, they're playing on the res side. So I think it's a different bit. I, 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 yeah, I up, and, and, and I think play, he's gonna a sound bite. I think it's a different play. It's not, it's not negative for Tesla. It's just not, I just don't think it affects as much.
1: Yeah. I think, I think in what he just said, obviously the same two companies you were just talking about, just in materials. But beyond that, I'm thinking, gosh, like, HVAC companies. Right. Like we're talking about basically reconverting all these buildings to a higher standard of efficiency. They might need to replace HVAC Uh, roofing, you know, roofing companies, just any type of company, beacon, uh, just essentially going and incentivizing all of these commercial structures to be more energy efficient. It's kind of, this is his green new deal. Like he's not going to like push the green new deal as it was presented by OAC, but he is, or AOC, I never say it right. Um, But he is going to have his own version of the green new deal, which is any company that is involved with commercial uh, building, commercial building supplies, HVAC systems, I think they're all going to benefit from that. Yeah, Yeah, Carol
3: Global, all that stuff, right? So you can also look at some of these um, utilities. Um, AES, I think they're trying to push into renewables. Um, Yeah, yeah, and Jordan, I I really.
1: Dave, Jordan, I really feel that this deserves its own episode to unpack because we got to go so deep into that trade. We have to do all the right research. We'll do it, guys. So, like I said, we'll have follow-up shows on each of these segments, it looks like a, where we'll go really deep. Each of these really sectors, need its
0: own deep dive into finding the the yeah. handful of stocks that we think will do best among a group that should benefit, or you know, that that either benefits or is hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll unpack that deeper uh, in the future. But today is just about kind of getting your brains working around each of these sectors that will be impacted by a Biden win. I right, did.
2: We're not just going to focus on commercial spaces, though. We're going to give direct support to help families do the same thing for their homes. We're going to offer cash rebates and low-cost financing to upgrade energy and efficient appliances and windows.
0: So it's not just the big industry.
2: It's everyone. So
0: there are so many companies that could benefit from this. Which one?
1: (laughs) All right. I mean, so many things that come into mind. Whirlpool. Uh, how about Beacon Roofing, which is residential roofing, right? Houses. Just buy more houses. He he's going to build hundreds of thousands of houses, right? Low income houses. Beacon Roofing. Um. How about uh? What they call Pell window. He said windows alone, yeah, yeah, right? What's yeah, upgrading. Windows, you know, yeah. If there's an incentive Hello to windows. upgrade
0: your windows, like all of these, there's manufacturing, there's installation, there's like so many different sectors that can. If you start giving individual Americans an incentive to change their house where it's at or lower cost and it lowers their energy bills, people are going to do it. And those, uh, those industries are going to go crazy. Get,
3: yeah, again, carrier on this one too, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we need guys, we really need to spend some time uh, prior to our standalone episode on this when we are going really deep to see which of these manufacturers is is advancing themselves the most when it comes to green technology, right? And efficient tech tech because those are the ones that will likely benefit the most from all this. But man, so much opportunity. Windows, HVACs, roofing. How about just how about just uh builders how about whoever is the home builder to really low-income homes whatever's the one that does the lowest like the lowest uh priced uh track homes will probably benefit i think uh from this because those are the types of homes that will be incentivized i think uh in a biden win to, to get more low-income housing out interesting
0: this may be a replay of that clip i'm not sure what number we're supposed to be on
2: we're not just going to focus on commercial Uh-oh. spaces though we already Pretty heard boy. that one. Okay, here's the next Pretty one. Boy. Public housing units will benefit from communities, all the communities three times over, by alleviating the affordable housing crisis, by increasing energy efficiency, and by reducing the racial wealth gap linked to home ownership.
0: And that goes to what you were talking I about, think Chris. That's another one from home you were, Yeah, you were you were, you were talking about the affordable home ownership, and that is where those lower end, low cost building builders are going to benefit you got ahead of yourself. That's why I was off on my numbering.
1: (laughs) Sorry. My bad.
0: So, yep.
1: Um, but yeah, home builders, man, I think home builders will benefit. Absolutely. And also not just home builders. Uh, we, we might want to take a look guys into the mortgage companies that, you know, Wells Fargo is getting beaten up so bad right now, uh, because so much of their money comes from mortgage interest. Right. And no one's paying their mortgage interest, but What if we come out of the pandemic that recovers? In addition to that, uh, the government is now subsidizing, you know, millions of Americans to go out there and buy homes. Right. A lot more mortgage customers that are government backed right? for companies like Wells Fargo. Um, and other other mortgage companies. How about, like, what's the new IPO? Was
3: it Rocket Mortgage Rocket, yeah. just IPO'd? Yeah. Rocket that's, Mortgage. That's so there, there's lots of you trade Rocket here. Mortgage, you've got Mr. Cooper, I think, is in mortgages. Uh, you can even look at some of the REITs that are uh, mortgage-based, like Annalee Capital, um, which actually gives you pretty good um, – because then you, you basically risk off some of those uh, underlying securities.
1: Yeah. Lots of good stuff there. Yeah.
2: The United States owns and maintains – an enormous fleet of vehicles. And we're going to convert these government fleets to electric vehicles made and sourced right here in the United States of America. With the government providing the demand and the grants to retool factories that are struggling to compete, the U.S. auto industry and its deep bench of suppliers will step up expanding capacity so that the United States, not China, leads the world in clean vehicle production. We're going to make it easier for American consumers to switch to electric vehicles as well, not only by building 500,000 charging stations, but by offering rebates and incentives to swap older fuel-efficient vehicles for new, clean, made-in-America vehicles saving hundreds of billions of barrels, millions of barrels of oil on an annual basis. Together, this will mean one million new good-paying jobs in the automobile industry.
0: Tesla, Tesla, I, Tesla. I don't
3: own enough Tesla anymore. I got to buy more Tesla right this time. What are talking about, it seems to me like he's talking anti-Tesla. He's like, I don't want none of these companies that move part of their production to China. It no like China. I know,
0: but the incentive, <laughs> you can't, you can't like say Incentives. you, yeah, you can't say you have, you know, we're incentivizing you to buy an electric car, but you can't buy it from an American company that also sells cars overseas. No, we want, we want to sell cars everywhere and they're building the, the government ve- government vehicles are going to be uh, electric and the government is building charging stations. Can you like, did the government ever build gas stations?
1: Oh my gosh, guys. I just checked my test I, I, I told you I woke up 15 minutes for the show. I didn't even really check my portfolio. I didn't realize Tesla was up 140 points. Do you realize, Jordan, I am up $350,000 in that Tesla trade from like a month ago, two months ago. That's enough to buy like seven Teslas, Right. I mean yes I love Tesla now I am I'm am this is making me into a fanboy I I you know how I've been saying I'm a half fanboy I think today is the day I become a full Tesla fanboy I think today's the day market today's the day I am a full Tesla fanboy starting right this second
0: Finally how
1: could you not own this stock Jordan You have
3: to we have Tesla you
1: Tesla right now
3: Again, I love the company. I just I think the stock's too expensive. I think I Elon can't. thinks it's too, too expensive. Too expensive <laughs> and
0: getting even more expensive. Hey, it'll be one-fifth the price soon. Will that be cheap enough for you? No. Yes.
1: <laughs> you don't need to buy Tesla, Jordan. Please, just buy 10
3: shares. Buy 100 <laughs> shares. 0% yeah. chance I'm buying at 1700 Oh, something. my gosh. You're 0%. killing me, dude. But, but you'll so wait until negative it's $2,200? Negative negative percent chance that I'll buy it at $1,700. So, so let me just say this. Oh, that man, is the ac- biting, exact
0: opposite dude. of the w- the way I would trade and like like it's expensive, but it's going higher. You know, I want more. Tesla is the one. Oh Tesla is my new Amazon when it comes to my favorite company in the world. And I don't even own a Jeez. Tesla, but I will as soon as my uh, current lease is up. Goodbye Range Rover. Here's,
1: here's the best part: like I do not like Teslas. I don't want to ever own a Tesla. I don't like Teslas, but I'm such a Tesla stock fanboy now. and it, Dave, do we own enough Tesla? Because imagine this. Joe Biden just told us that he is going to massively increase incentives to buy electric vehicles, and that's the one thing that like Tesla's running out of. No. my oh my gosh, dude, if he increases the incentive to buy electric vehicles, again, basically giving you 10 grand to buy a Tesla. I mean, dude, Tesla will be at four thousand in no time. Like in no time, okay. Increasing the incentives and,
0: and the company Tesla is doing such a good job of reducing the cost of production on these vehicles, making you know just a few a few models, not trying to have like thirty vehicles like uh, other automakers here in the country do. This is Tesla all the way. I'm in.
2: It's it's i'm gonna like, buy, I'm buy boxes, more
3: but it's also not letting you like over uh over configure it right and so they do a really good job of just limiting um your configurations to make it easier to manufacture also which i like i do like that they do that i know you like them jordan <laughs> I
0: know you like them
1: you're the you, this is you're the tesla forever it was your forever stock he, it was he your broke forever his stock. he broke
0: our forever, forever stock rule you never sell your forever stock
3: oh wait Oh, and I mean, if if Adrian, you for Adrian's I do. See, see that the stock is too expensive. That's when I sell it. You you told
1: your wife you would be with her forever, and you are okay. You told Tesla <laughs> that you'd be with it forever, and you dumped it. You dumped it. And,
3: you dumped it. Elon Musk started saying crazy stuff, and I'm you know,
0: <laughs> but I'm that's always been that. the case. Crazy stuff from Elon. That's his signature move. That's okay.
1: really. Hey, you want to hear crazy stuff? First of all, let's talk about the other half of this trade, okay? You, you know, he, what did he mention? Government. He said government trucks. Do you know what that means, guys? That means mail trucks, okay? That means military trucks. That means, oh my gosh, the government must have all kinds of stupid random trucks. I can't, I can't even <laughs> imagine the ridiculous... Oh, how about how about the trucks they use just to I don't even know. Government must have a lot of random trucks. You know who makes random electrified trucks or who plans to make a lot of don't them? Don't tell me. Who
0: you know who? You know they who. They plan to. Yeah, they have a Nicola, Photoshop yeah, they have a Photoshop okay. drawing of what a uh, truck might look like in the future, but they're never making a truck. Um, they're never making anything, but they will. Oh they will pump up the idea of making Nicola,
1: it. Nikola Nicola is going to do so many government collabs, dude. <laughs> They're going to collab with every government agency, and Nikola is going to have an electrified truck for every government agency that's coming out in 2026. Okay, and every time they announce one of those, it's going to go up, up, up. So I am now happier than ever that I invested in Nikola. Are we? Are we? Is our video broken up? By the way, guys. Yeah, it seems like real choppy. Is it, are people able to see, tell guys? Tell us, are you able to see?
0: Are you able to see any Your of this audio? Has drifted more out shopping? of sync than usual, Chris. Jordan still seems in sync, but okay. everything shows I'm so, I, it shows that I'm have good bandwidth, my CPU usage is low, everything should be good.
1: Okay, so so we're, it's working. All right, um, all right, so Nicola, honestly, though, this is huge news for Nicola. It just is. Uh, nope. And I want to tease, I, I want to know what our audience thinks. I want to start doing a Nikola episode every week. I, <laughs> this guy, tre- what's his
0: name? The Trevor show, Milton.
1: Trevor Milton. I am obsessed with Trevor Milton. As you know, after our last episode, I started watching all of his Instagrams, all of his wacky videos. Yeah, you were trying to track just down videos I, of him
0: on his jet and doing all the things that we were. we were making fun of and saying that this is a terrible way to be running a company right now but you're oddly you're obsessed with him
1: dude Trevor is like dude he is a maniac this guy makes Elon Musk look like Tim Cook okay like like the most (laughs) level-headed normal guy this guy is so out there I think he deserves his own dumb money segment every week, diving into his wacky Instagram. I mean, this is the guy who's worth $14 billion. And if you read about his history, like, it's mind-blowing. This guy, where he came from, like, it's mind-blowing. I don't trust anything that he does, but I have to own Nikola. And Biden is one more reason why I have to own Nikola. By the way, do you think own Ford with what he said, too? Because he is going – he's saying he's going to give incentives – to retool a lot of these factories, grant, he said the word
0: grant. Yeah, I, I think maybe give like you could you could look at a monster. yeah. That's
3: where I would think the bigger play is here, right? You've got he's talking about taking iconic, like iconic American brands like GM and Ford, and trying to help retool them and give them capital, right? I mean that's what, that's what I read into when I saw that clip. Well, we need
0: to do a would you yeah. rather on Ford or Nick uh, or Tesla, because I can tell you uh, which between maybe. Ford and Tesla, which one I'm picking.
1: Maybe, all right, here's the deal, guys. uh starting soon, more Trevor is coming to dumb money. I am gonna make sure we bring you everything trevor i like uh, I don't care if it's two episodes yeah. a week he's, he's in the that, comments they're good. saying,
0: Chris, you need an intervention. Nicola is down five percent today uh. <laughs> Trevor has a of massive course. tribal tattoo on his shoulder there's so many things that we can just like rip on this guy I, don't know. I <laughs> well, love this I love I, he's such I a polarizing figure have... that I'm all for talking more about him and investing in only Tesla and I will I will be shorting Nikola all the way to bankruptcy
3: uh, we're gonna check check in with, I... check in with Trevor yeah, check it with Trevor let's do it
0: Guys, trashing Trevor watch
3: his stuff? I like it's, checking.
1: You see what's going on. He is creepy on such a deep <laughs> level that it, 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 like, the hairs on my arm stood up when I was watching one of his videos. Like, it was the wildest thing. I I, I can't, I can't not get, I can't get enough, okay? All right, but let's get back to Joe because I know Joe has more to tell us.
0: Here we go. I have to figure out which screen this is on. Okay, here we go. I- this
2: may be a replay. transforming the American electrical sector to produce power without producing carbon pollution and electrifying an increased share of our economy. Will be the greatest spurring of job creation and economic competitiveness in the 21st century. That's why we're going to achieve a carbon pollution free electric sector by the year 2035. We Need to get to work on it right away. Once again, my Tesla battery
0: will benefit from a carbon neutral twenty thirty five that we get started on right away.
1: Yeah, Dave, uh, Tesla battery—that's the first thing that popped into my head. There's other companies here that will benefit from what he just said. We just need the work to dig them up. Um, But the Tesla is like such an obvious one. Uh, But there's others here too, right? Like when you're talking about electrifying. Uh, Getting rid of coal, right? Like that's probably a net negative for coal, Jordan. Don't you think what he just said? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Net negative for coal and net positive for anyone involved with electrification. Uh, You just
3: look at these. um, You look at all the so there are utilities out there that have like basically green um, green initiatives. Like AES is one of them that I mentioned before. um, That was probably a good idea to to look into.
0: Yeah. Agreed, so, but negative for coal, negative for oil, all in on my battery and solar panels, and whatever else uh Elon decides to invent I don't this may be the same clip.
2: We're also going to create jobs for people by cleaning up the environmental hazards that have now been abandoned. You saw the first the front page of the Times two days ago. all these places that are going bankrupt except for The benefit that's going millions and millions of dollars going to the CEOs. More than a quarter million jobs right away to do things like plugging millions of abandoned oil and gas wells that exist all across the country, posing daily threats to the health and safety of our communities. We're going to hold accountable those CEOs and corporations that benefit from decades of subsidies, then just walked away from their responsibilities to these communities, leaving the wells to leak Pollutants to continue to spew greenhouse gases flowing in the air and the water. We're not only going to repeal those subsidies. We're going to go after those golden parachutes. Who cleans up oil wells? I must know
0: the names of those companies. (laughs) Right? If you have an abandoned oil well, who who are you going to call? That's who I want to add to my list of companies in, in the event of a Biden win.
1: C- correct. But also, Dave, do you know who's paying for that, right? he What he's saying is big oil is going to pick up the bill for that. So I think what he's saying is we're going to penalize big oil, force them to pay for it. Big oil, then the companies that they contract with. So whoever Exxon contracts with to do that stuff today is going to have a windfall because Exxon is going to be forced to probably increase their budget 10X to clean up more of that over a defined period of time. Uh, I haven't done the work on who those companies are yet. That has to be a future episode. We'll dive in deep. Yeah, Industrial um, cleanup it's, as, it's, as a whole. A that's
0: a, a that's a whole sector we need to learn more about. If yeah. I have the honor of being elected yeah, president, the, we're
2: not just going to tinker some around some the
3: edge. Uh,
0: oh, sorry. Go ahead.
3: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if, it's, if it also... Um, help some of these foreign oil companies, right? Because uh, basically the cost of operating goes up for your Exxon's and your Chevron's and those guys, but then total um, perhaps could benefit uh, being based out of Europe.
0: For sure, Do do you have any in mind?
3: Total. Total.
0: Continue, Mr. Biden.
2: If I have the honor of being elected president, we're not just going to tinker around the edges. We're going to make historic investments so we'll seize the opportunity and meet this moment in history. We're going to get to work delivering deliver results right away on day one. We're going to reverse Trump's rollbacks of 100 public health and environmental rules and then forge a path to greater ambition. We're going to get back into the Paris agreement, back into the business of leading the world we're going to lock in progress that no future president can roll back or undercut so what do we do with the no so tinkering again, guys, around
0: day one what what would 100 what would the first 100 days of a Biden presidency do
1: well guys i think really what he's saying there is you know there were all these companies that have benefited you know in the last year from kind of removing the red tape and we just have to do the work to find out what those companies who those companies were because they're about to, you know, lay out the red tape again for all of them. And all these environmental restrictions are going to be put back into place. I think the first 100 days, Dave, he's going to unwind every single one of them through executive order. Uh, every, literally every single one of them. It's going to be a lot. I think Wall Street is paying attention to that. I think there are probably into a, you know, more trades. That could be made just on that statement and that statement alone. So again, this is this would be an eight-hour episode if we got all, into all of this today. We're just really planting a seed in your mind, guys, as to what we need to be looking for. We will have follow-ups with you know what those companies are um, in a standalone.
0: And we are coming up on our uh, two-hour mark. <laughs> this this uh, has Dave, been a long one.
1: I, I, I think. I, by the way, was that his last statement? That was that more? was his last one okay because i have i have i have a confession um i i know i sent you kind of some clips that i wanted to have in i i left one out and i was thinking about it and I, i don't like that i left it out i feel like i'll need i'll just tell you what it was there was this one part in biden's speech where he talked about you know people call him railroad joe he's like obsessed with railroads (laughs) and like he wants to bring the railroads back like he just talks about railroads being like the most efficient way to commute the most efficient way to transport materials joe is going to somehow try to get all this money uh to the railroad industry and i was just like that will never happen and even if it does happen the railroads aren't going anywhere but I don't know. I think the perception of it, if nothing else, if he continues to talk about railroads going into the election, I think that and that alone is going to be a net positive for a lot of these railroad transport companies. There's like two or three of them. And I think that is a trade I'm going to look at now, even though at first I kind of like brush it off. I'm not investing in railroads. Come on. He's so insistent on this stuff, man. Like, I think you have to pay attention to what he says. It might not be a long term trade. It might not ever get done, but I think I could see the railroad companies go up in a Biden win. What if we had electric
0: trains? You you know, uh, Back to the Future invented the electric train. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know you know who I bet would be awesome at making an electric train? Tesla. Oh, I, I can, I, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Nikola is going <laughs> to do, do a collab with Amtrak. That is coming in 2021 for sure. All right, for sure. So, um, roller skates, roller blades, and most recently, skateboards have been trending so hard on TikTok. And I think I have the trade to make money off this trend. We talked about it before, Dave. Uh, Jordan, you'll remember when we talked about how they had all these roller skating dances on TikTok, and you know we thought there might be a couple trades, but were roller skates really enough to move the needle? Now it's not just roller skates; it's not just roller blades; it's skateboards. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna try to show you uh, this TikTok here. Okay. <sighs> Whoa, that's not the TikTok. Wait a second. got to pull the right TikTok. Uh, be, because we're on this new system, it's pretty
0: tough. There's no way I'm uh, going to try to show a pre-recorded clip.
1: Okay, so I, I'm going to do I my have some, I
0: have some queued up and ready to go for later in the show, but... Uh, okay. You show your TikTok. Let me see. I'll, I'll put you on a bigger okay. screen here.
1: I'm going to try to get it semi-focused. <laughs> okay. So watch this TikTok. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. And what I really want you to watch, I want you to pay attention... From when the camera moves back. Okay, watch. Oh, wait. Let me get it in focus.
0: If you haven't seen this,
1: <laughs> it makes me smile. I must have seen it. I must have watched it a hundred times, and it makes me smile every time I watch it. So, d- did you did you catch the part? Where this is this is Taylor Swift's love song, which by the way, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but it's a pretty awesome song. Okay, but anyway, it's an an even better
0: TikTok meme. And I, like, when this thing first came out, or I don't even know, I was probably late to it, but it was like three weeks ago. I spent like two hours watching various people do it. And you have this investment thesis that that camera push away theme like like that move that everyone does is a roller skate or a skateboard. I'm here to tell you that that is it, not how that's filmed That is people slowly backing Dave, the camera yeah, away is, that yeah. is people attaching it to the back of a bumper of a car I, I found several behind the scenes videos that I was going to show
1: it, Dave, there are all kinds of ways to do that right so there's no one way yes you can do it on a you could do it on a car. There are people definitely doing it on skateboards. There's people that are doing it themselves. But here's what's interesting. A lot of people, whether they're doing them on skateboards or not, wait, what do you do? I can't. It's not out of focus, I think.
0: Okay. There you okay. go. I just can't have my eye in there because it wants to focus on me. Oh, so Can you not see it? Here it goes.
3: uh yeah, it's yeah, it's not, it took a while to focus. Did somebody just like drag the
1: person? Just yeah, dragging
0: the person back on on a <laughs> slippery yes, floor. Yes,
1: another way. But Dave, you got to realize a lot of times it's you know three girls doing this video and they don't have a fourth person. And when they're sitting there going, "We must do our Taylor Swift love song TikTok," they're thinking, "How do we get the camera to move back?" And you know what, most people think of? Where does your brain go? Jordan, where does your brain go? If you're if you're a 12, 13 year old girl doing this TikTok, you got to figure out a way to get the camera to move back. Where, yeah, what's skates the, or your,
3: skateboard or just something it, small with wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Something small with wheels, skateboard. So a I lot mean, of people are going I mean, out. See people take a towel and put it like on a table and drag the towel, right? Yeah. You could do, yeah, do that too.
1: Um, you need an extra person to do that. The skateboard just kind of does it. So people are out. Talking about skateboards, I think a lot of people. I know it seems insane, but I'm telling you, I have the proof. They're out there buying skateboards, whether they use them or not. For this, Um, a lot of people I saw on Twitter were like looking for, like, I don't have a skateboard, I can't do this. You know, like it's 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 absolutely hilarious. So what we're gonna do right now is let's just look at the data, okay? Let's just look at the data to see how this is all playing out. Now I'm so nervous when I say that. Because no. now that means that the new system has no, to do something. No, the new system
0: knows done. how to look at the data. I still have my...
1: Ah, there it is. TikTok trending. All right. So, by the way, uh, investments aside, you need to go to TikTok and just stream all of the love story TikToks. Because they actually, some of them are so good. <laughs> I just laughed. No, they're amazing. Me and amazing. my wife, the other night, one hundred times. Like, it was so good. This guy did through his house and was going from like... Through the hallways. anyway. Hilarious. Okay, no, even okay, an even
0: better now. one than the TikTok one, or than the uh, the Taylor Swift one, is the Shakira one, "Hips Don't Lie." There's this guy who uh, who gets on an escalator behind people and starts going down, and he does this synchronized dance, and then and then when it gets to the part where uh, she goes, ah, "Hips Don't Lie," they, they take their uh, their COVID mask off, and they at the top of their lungs in the crowded mall. Are screaming ah! Hips don't lie. It is. I I've seen it a hundred times, and they've done like thirty of them. I. It makes me laugh every time. Can you
1: please? Can you please forward these to me when they're that good? I will, uh, I will. I'm, I will. I'm. I'm only on TikTok a couple times a week. Here. All right. So.
0: <laughs> Let me just. I, you're not going to probably be able to see this, but uh, I'm going to make my camera uh, as big as possible here and. Let's. This whole
1: show is going to be us sharing TikTok as Okay, dude. now we're trying
0: to focus on. Okay, it has. To, I have to trick it into thinking okay, that this close. is what to focus on. Can you kind of see that? No. no. Yep.
3: Okay. okay.
0: So the, it's hilarious. Uh, you, I guess you, you, it really doesn't translate. Uh, <laughs> <across>. <laughs>
1: send, send it to me. I'll send, send it to it you. To me.
0: All right, let's let's, All right, get, so. let's get your graphics back up. TikTok trending, Taylor Swift love story. Tell me how I can yeah. tell me how I can make money off of this this trend.
1: Listen, the, you know, you can't always make money off this stuff, but I I truly think there is there is a trade here that I kind of did a little bit. When, this, when the uh, roller skate thing came in, the problem with the roller skates is there just weren't enough of them in inventory anywhere. But now you're throwing skateboards on top of that. And just, I'll get into it. Let's go to the first slide. What, what do we got? First slide. Let's go back. Let's start with oh my the God, it roller worked. skates, right? Going okay, to guys, the slide actually
0: work. I'm so happy.
1: <laughs> okay, guys. Th- this is just a uh, Google Trends uh, search traffic uh Report on roller skates. We're looking at a five-year graph there. Roller skates and roller blades. So obviously we knew that this spiked earlier in the summer. A lot of TikTok dances around roller skating and rollerblading and everyone, literally everyone's trying to get the, these roller skates, right? right? What's interesting, guys, is it popped, and I thought it would like come back down. We always talk about this on the show. When we look at search data, we're looking not just for spikes; we're looking for spikes that sustain, spikes that sustain after the spike. That kind of kind of plateau a little bit from the spike. Those are really powerful trends. That means we're showing sustained uh, demand, sustained interest in that category. And we've really seen that all summer long, which is quite amazing. When you look at the chart historically, we're looking at what six or seven or eight times, uh, the interest level and it's sustaining the entire
3: summer.
0: It's that insane, is amazing, right? Like, so now, so I, do you attribute that all to tick tock? There no, has to be more not, than it, that. It
3: can't be. There's got to be a trend for people actually wanting to use them, people are
0: People are needing for to small. do some outdoor activity, and they've been cooped up, and it seems fun to go roller skating for, for once. And then, all of a sudden, that seems not fun after you've tried it uh, twice.
1: I'm going to attribute 80% of it to TikTok, though. You, you can make a case that, okay, the people... TikTok made it cool, okay? TikTok is what, is what ignited the interest level in roller skates because you have 100 million kids watching TikTok and they're watching roller skates and they're like, that looks so cool, the way they're doing that. Whether I want to actually do my own TikToks with roller skates or just roller skate, now roller skating is a thing. Like, it's a full-on thing right now. And guys, I don't think it's going anywhere. That, that's the interesting thing here. I don't think roller skating is just this, like, this TikTok trend that pops in, it pops out. All of a sudden, like it has captured the imagination of of the youth mind, uh, being on skates. Like skates have been sold out all summer long. It's been insane. Um, I'll show another graph in a minute of the actual skate company uh, that makes all the cool roller skates. That they, they are, and I'll even show their stock price graph later. It, it's going to blow your mind. But let's let's take a look at uh, some more. G Trends charts. Okay. So we know that roller skates are through the roof. Demand is sustained. Uh, Dave, what was the next one we had on there? It was skateboard. So here is the, (laughs) yeah, here is the uh, love song Taylor Swift uh, move in skateboarding. Okay. Everybody's (laughs) trying to figure out. Where do I go to buy a skateboard? I'm a I'm a 13 year old girl. I've never skateboarded. I never planned to skateboard.
0: Or blanket, I... or bumper of your car, or just holding your hand really still and going backwards. There's a whole there's a whole sub meme going where people flip the camera and don't tell the person, and so you see them they see, you see the camera operator lip syncing the words, thinking that they're filming the person and doing the move. It's awesome. I, I do I spend too much time on TikTok for, uh. 45-year-old dude?
1: Dave, Dave, there's no way that you could spend too much time on TikTok. I, I cannot find... Every time I'm on TikTok, which is like a couple times a week, the one thing I, I think is, why w- why was I not on this... Yesterday Like it, this is It's the greatest entertainment ever I know not everybody thinks that But obviously some people do Because it's You know it It's the social medium of the year Okay uh, Next What I don't even remember I, It was so late in the morning When I put this together I don't even remember You sent I did. these to me
0: At like so th- 3 thing- in the morning And I was still awake Because of the internet You know the, the one
1: thing that we have to realize is there's not really a pure play. I'll talk about the pure play trade for um, you know rollerblades, r- roller skates, but it, it's almost impossible to trade, and I'll explain why later. So if you want to trade this industry category, you're stuck with a streetwear retailer, right? And so you have to invest in someone that sells a lot of streetwear and also sells roller skates. Sells uh, trucks for skateboards, sells the actual skateboards themselves and wheels and all things rollerblade and roller skate and roller uh, skateboard related, but it also comes with a ton of apparel. So you can't just ignore that. So what I wanted to know was okay, well, what's happening with streetwear? Is streetwear just plateau? Is it just what it's always been? Or are we also seeing a bump in streetwear? Because kind of like athleisure, leisure, No one's buying nice clothes right now, right, guys? Because, like, you're stuck in your house. But you might be buying maybe the more athleisure and maybe – are you buying more streetwear too? Streetwear is kind of one of these things that never goes out of style, right? It's been in style now for about a decade or more and it's just – it's not going out of style. But, guys, what's really fascinating is we saw that dip back in March when the whole pandemic hit and everything dipped, like anything that was a power-related dip. But do you see that streetwear is actually breaking out right now yeah. in terms of search? Isn't that kind of interesting? Yeah, it
0: totally makes sense to me though, because like th- there's two things you're going to do. You're if you're not going to the traditional office anymore, you're working from home. You're wearing your your sweatpants, your Lululemons, or you're wearing just like cat Like, have you taken anything? Well, like today, you're wearing sl- like a fancy t-shirt, but you basically wear t-shirts every day. You wearing you're wearing streetwear in the house, and when you do decide Dave, to put shoes I on, just... you're not putting on. I mean, you always wear Nike. I usually wear Converse, well, so we're we're a little different. Well, but
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I I love I love my shoes, my sneakers. But I just ordered. I just realized. I just ordered a. Um... A cat shirt, uh, a streetwear cat shirt. Yeah, I'll, wear, I'll it'll probably be here in time for next, next, uh, our next episode. Maybe I'll wear it on oh. Thursday, but uh, it, that's considered kind of like street. It's all listen, people I think need a little bit of passion in their power right now. They, they like the whole concept of merging pop culture, uh, and apparel, and just those two worlds colliding. I think streetwear is having a little bit of a mini moment, you know, right this second. And a lot of it is somewhat induced by social media because, listen, guys, like normally you're out and about seeing people dress. But right now you're just on social media, right? So if you're a teenager, you're spending a tremendous amount of time on Snapchat, on TikTok, on Instagram. And I think you're getting a lot more exposure to, excuse me, to streetwear than you maybe ordinarily would this summer. So maybe that is what's causing a little bit of this pop. But really what did I want to see is, is there supporting data to kind of the bigger revenue line of the company I'm about to talk about? And it's nice to see that there is. And this this built my confidence that unlike, you know, a month ago when I first talked about the roller skating trend and I was like, ah, you can kind of trade this company but you know they're not really selling many roller skates because they don't have any. They're sold out and they can't get more. So it's not going to really move the revenue needle for them. Now I'm thinking, guys – This roller skating and rollerblading trend is definitely going to be strong enough to push into the holiday quarter, okay? That's 100%. And that's when roller skating and rollerblades normally spike. That's when skateboards normally spike is around the holiday season. So we just might have, in fact, I'm going to say it right now, we will have the largest holiday season for roller skates, rollerblades, and skateboards that we've ever seen in our lifetime. And I'm hoping because this trend started early summer that the handful of companies that are making rollerblades and roller skates have enough time to ramp up production to get more of those in the hands of specifically the retailer I'm about to talk about, right, by the time the holidays hit. So I actually think – that it might be a, 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 a needle-moving event for them come this holiday season. So it's it's the trade has gotten more interesting, and that's why we're surfacing it again today. Uh, what was the next slide, Dave, that I
0: threw up? Now you're talking about okay, there individual is. brands, Zoomies.
1: Yeah, there it is. So, so Zoomies, um, guys, Zoomies is the brand we're talking about. It's really the only way that I could think of other than this pure play that I'll mention in a minute. Uh, which is a foreign company, so small. But I wish I would have traded it because it's up 60% in the last two months. Um, But here's Zoomies. You might not know Zoomies. Zoomies is the, you know, they're the streetwear, skateboarding, Kind of a you know real real skateboarders think Zoomies is really cheesy because they're mall stores, but the bottom line is it's like the it, it's the only place it's national right. It's a national way to buy rollerblades, roller skates, skateboards, street apparel, right, all this stuff.
3: I, Jordan, you been in a Zoomies lately? I've never been in a Zoomies. I was actually gonna ask, is Zoomies the same thing as like fast forward because that's what was the skate store in the mall when I was a kid.
1: Uh, where did you grow up? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of
0: that. <laughs> I've not I've heard, heard of that. I've heard of I, I, zoomies, but but then again, as as commenters yeah. have noted, um, I am a 45 year old trapped uh with I'm Taylor Swift trapped in a 45 year old body. <laughs> that was uh, that was Tesla that fanboy it. who said that
1: d swift man d swift i mean i, I like uh
0: <laughs> d swift
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so let's go ne- next slide so listen well no that's that fine. let's go back to that slide so what do we see here with zoomies uh obviously zoomies spikes during the holiday that's that that big peak in the middle but we are seeing kind of a slight lift on zoomies web traffic this is like a 14 15 month chart of zoomies web traffic it's up like 15% year-over-year. Year. Not up a lot, guys. It's not up a lot. But what's interesting is even though this web traffic, which is the web traffic data that I have access to, is up just a little bit year-over-year, year, when Zoomy's reported earnings uh, in May, late May, which I think was earnings for February, March, and April – Uh, they reported that their web traffic was through the roof at that time. So if you look at how much they were up May over May in that chart, they're up roughly the same amount June over June and roughly the same amount july over july so what that tells me is that this web traffic uh interest is sustained right so we're seeing a sustained increase in web traffic for zoomies um driven by all of these things we're talking about streetwear as well as kind of the tiktok inspired trends for roller skates rollerblading and now uh skateboards what do we what what, what's what's next uh up here Dave?
3: Oh, we've got an update. Fast Forward was purchased by Zoomies, so ah, uh, they're you... now. But I think they so... they still have the branded Fast Forward stores. I saw, I found them on uh, Google Maps. Did so. you? you know I, think it, I think Fast Forward was like only a Texas chain, and then Zoomies is the bigger, so they bought out Fast Forward.
1: Gotcha. I've never heard of fast forward but there is a there is a company uh, something tomato that zoomies' bought as well and they're a pretty big e-commerce they're like they get I think eighty percent seventy 80 percent of their revenue through e-commerce and they are basically the e-commerce zoomies um, uh, and they, they they so they have some uh, other other brands okay so this is the pure play guys right if we, if this if Impala roller skates was an Traded on an American exchange and was a standalone company, I would be a billionaire today because I would have invested in Impala roller skates the second this trend hit. And I'm pretty sure I would have made 50 times my money if they had options, like 500 times my money. And this would have been the trade of the pandemic, quite honestly, it would have been the trade of the pandemic because. When else would anyone want to invest in a roller skating company, right? Roller skaters haven't done anything in a decade. So Impala roller skates are like the cool roller skating company. They're the ones that are making the super stylish, expensive roller skates that all the cool girls on TikTok and guys are wearing in these roller skating videos?
3: How, how expensive are we sk- talking, Chris? Are these like two hundred dollar set of skates? Uh,
1: I think they're between a hundred and two hundred dollars. Yeah, so yeah. one to two hundred bucks. I think they make some cheaper yeah. ones too, but they make like $80, 90 bucks. I think they make roller skates, but they're cool. They're not. I mean, listen, there aren't that many roller skate brands like yeah. Impala, yeah. and there's like one other big one, Impala roller skates. Look at the web traffic, That's <laughs> the ImpalaRollerSkates dot com. But-
0: I can't. Oh, so, so you say this is not traded in the U.S. I've been looking for a quote in international markets and can't find it. What is the parent company? Who who is this company?
1: So the parent company. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. In fact, if you keep let's roll through. I, I'll get to that. I think naturally with these slides, we'll talk about the parent company and their stock price. Um, oh, before I get to the parent company, this is this is want to take us through some of these actual. Uh, contextual tweets, right? So what are people actually saying out there? And what I pulled, guys, I, I pulled a bunch of tweets from the last 24 hours. So they're they're fairly representative of what people are saying when it comes to um, roller skates, rollerblades, TikToks, and them being sold out. Do, is you so screen too so far away? Read, Do
0: you want me to read some? No, I'll, yeah, you read some. I
1: thought, read some. Thought finally, read,
0: okay, so. I thought I'd finally buy myself a nice pair of outdoor skate but jokes on me, roller skates are all sold out everywhere. Dang, roller skates have been sold out for months. I can't find them anywhere. My new plan is to apply to work at Sonic and hope they provide me some. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I
1: love that. Love it. How about this last one? It says, "Please tell me why all roller skates are sold out with a waiting list until October." You need to lean and back then and the answer... answer. And what?
0: I lean back so that we can hear you.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so I'll just, I'll just hold this like a, all right, so please tell me why roller skates are sold out with a waiting list till October. So answer, obviously, TikTok, right? Um, TikTok making me want to skate and learn how to skateboard. Okay, so it's not, so these two things are connected, right? Or so they're like just
0: TikTok outdoor trends skating? that are hot right now because everyone wants to do something outside. And you can't really do something, do something in a outside. big group, so skating is kind of a solo activity.
1: But but TikTok is is like the fuel behind. It. Like, look, listen to that that tweet right there is like TikTok makes me want to roller skate and skateboard. He's saying That's true. like when people talk, you got to listen, right? Like like they're telling you this is enter. Listen, TikTok. The thing about it is because it's with music and it's with people that are doing things a hundred times, so they finally film one that looks good. It just comes off looking cool, right? And and it inspires people to want to do the same thing. Um, And I think it's awesome, but... This is happening, guys. Like like people are out there, they're talking about this. It's happening. So if you do a lot of searches on twitter.com, just search for word the word skateboard, search for roller skates, search for roller skates sold out, right? Word word combinations like that. And you'll get a good gist for what's happening. And what I've seen is that the inventory basically disappeared. In late June, July, okay, uh, and then what? One thing that was really interesting. Did I? I don't know if I put this tweet on there, Dave. Um, I might not have, but I I, ident- I identified a tweet that actually said that Zoomies got restocked with roller skates. I think July twenty fourth was it? I think someone said. Uh, so people are actively checking Zoomies for when they're getting restocked. And I would imagine they'll probably receive a reshipment, a restocking, probably every two to three weeks from now until the end of the year, uh, especially with roller skates. And, and I don't think they do blades there. I think there's mainly roller skates.
0: And we're um, let, let's and, and also apparently. Uh... Inline hockey skates are scarce right now. Only uh, extremely high-end skates are available. This is, I'm getting texts in addition to uh, the live chat. That was our buddy, Jerry.
1: Uh, let me let me guess who that text is from, Jerry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our hockey friend. Yeah, I mean, all this stuff's doing good, but that, that's not going to help really the Zoomies trade. Um, did I get into the stock graph next, Dave? Because I think it's uh, important to show. Well, what's I, next? Well,
0: my... Hotkeys are no longer working.
1: Hang on. Uh oh. Got to create a new hotkey? Uh,
0: apparently. Control it back. Next. Try another combo. <laughs> oh my God. We got a
3: code. <laughs> I have to code.
0: Manually code a hotkey called the arrow key. And it's not working. Oh there boy. it goes. Stock price. Yeah. Uh,
1: hey. All right. So th- this is the pure play. If, if, if you could do this, I can't, I could technically invest in this company. I can wire money to my global account at Schwab, right? And then I could buy stock. And when I first looked at this, guys, it was like a $30 million market cap company, what, 60 days ago? And I was like, there's no way I'm wiring money to Charles Schwab Global so that I can buy this basically penny stock on the Australian exchange. Could you imagine if I try to buy like, Half a million bucks of a penny stock that was only valued at thirty million dollars, I'd become like a five percent owner in the company for a quick trade like I'm just not I wasn't gonna do that, but now I'm like, why didn't I do that because it's up sixty percent since we i mean since we talked about it i mean right? it's
0: it's up even um, since you um, printed that graphic out well that's
1: oh my gosh like I feel like maybe I should have done it. maybe I still should I don't know but that that is the pure play so it's not you're not just investing in a roller skating company so it's three brothers that own this company it's basically a streetwear company that makes a whole bunch of apparel like streetwear apparel i think they have like i don't know 18 different brands but they're all like super niche brands and then they also own a random roller skating company right i'm pretty sure that the value of the roller skating company was like eight hundred thousand dollars prior to the pandemic. So the value of this roller skating company that we talked about, like what we showed earlier, Impala, has gone from probably eight hundred thousand to twenty million just just alone is worth twenty million. now the big question is can they ramp up enough of these skates they sell these skates at um, zoomies, right so if they're able to ramp up production fast enough, one one this company is gonna fly I seriously might consider, uh, throwing some money in that Schwab Global account. This reminds me, Jordan, of when one of our followers in Discord surfaced that Canadian bicycle company for us that the we're like... Brands, we, yeah.
3: Yeah, we, yeah, I agree. I mean, This is their Super Bowl right now. If there was ever a time for them to figure out how to ramp up production, this is it. But you know that they weren't prepared for this, right? It's just one of those freak things that takes off and then you know basically outstrips all the demand that they thought that they would have and uh we'll have to see if they can catch up but now they need to ramp
1: up production right and i don't know if they can do it because it's such a tiny foreign company but if they can i mean who knows dude like like that company could double from here the same way durell went up 300 percent like we invested in durell in canada I put like 30 grand in just because I was afraid to put more money in a company that small and it grew to like 100k in 2 months you know and and this could be the same thing so maybe I will do it I don't know um but listen Zoomies is not a monster company either guys they're like a 650 million dollar company why don't we show their stock graph Dave because it's like well first here's, Zoomies, here's
0: Durrell Industries this is the one that you just talked about and then what's Zoomies uh ticker Z. No,
1: no, Zoomies is in the oh, – I did the p- presentation. It's the last slide. If you just want to go to the last slide or you can show it here. It doesn't matter. Here's, here's a real time. Um, so the interesting thing about – yeah, so the interesting thing about Zoomies, guys, is they haven't even fully recovered from pre-pandemic levels. And the reason why they haven't fully recovered is because they're a mall store, right? But they do have an e-commerce division, but they are a mall store. And the one thing that really worries me about Zoomies – Did I include this in in the presentation I sent you, Dave? I had a stock chart of – or was that the last one? Was my last thing just a Zoomies chart? Here's your Zoomies uh,
0: stock chart. Yeah. Okay. So, guys,
1: the one thing that does concern me is that if you see a G-Trend chart for just the word Zoomies, uh, Zoomies spikes every August. They have a really big spike because of back-to-school, right? So, at back-to-school, Zoomies Mm -hmm. is a monster, monster store to go to. They sell vans. We talked about this. Vans spikes every back-to-school. Zoomies has not spiked this back-to-school like normal. So they're actually – I am very concerned that Zoomies is going to miss out on a lot of the normal, just having 8 million kids in a mall, stopping at Zoomies as their go-to store to pick up some vans, pick up some kind of cool shirts and stuff for for school – they're going to miss out on a lot of that. I don't know how much of it, but a lot of it. So the question we have to answer is: Are they? Is this general trend towards skateboards, uh, roller skates, roller blades, and to a lesser degree, streetwear, is that more interesting than losing out on the back-to-school easy money of just flushing out that merchandise the two or three weeks in August that they have back-to-school? And I think what the market is telling us is that the market is kind of really scared about them being a mall store. And that's why they still haven't recovered to pre pandemic level. So it's not that I'm hyped on Zoomies. So we're like, Hey, this stock should be 2x where it was before because of selling roller skates. But guys, like they're, they're at the, the pinnacle of this major trend, youth culture trend right now. And they're not even where they were pre pandemic. So I feel pretty comfortable throwing some money into Zoomies, and I am. I haven't done it yet today. I'm going to do it, actually. I'm going to get my – if I could find my phone. um, Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to purchase – I'm going to purchase – You're going to buy buy, shares? Here's the thing. Here's my trade on TikTok, roller skating, rollerblading, and now Taylor Swift love song push – Push a skateboard away for a camera <laughs> effect move. This is trending hard. My trade is zoomies. I'm not a financial advisor. Don't take this as financial advice. I don't know what your risk tolerance is. I don't, I have like the most extreme risk tolerance of the world. So I don't care. I'm buying Zoomies right now. They're a mall retailer that sells a lot of this stuff. Um, I'm just gonna do it. They have earnings in about a month, okay? And if I could just pull my Ameritrade account, I'm actually gonna drop some cash into Zoomies. Guys, I think I might have gotten scared and sold my Zoomies after that last trade, so I don't even think I have any Zoomies right now. I am
0: I am not just... touching Zoomies. That just I I get the trend, I, get, I understand the thesis, but that's it's not for me.
3: Well, plus, if you think about it, right, like maybe they sold through their skate inventory or whatever, which probably wasn't that big to begin with, because it was just probably sized for whatever they thought they were going to sell that quarter anyways. So, you know, any, I think if there's an upside, it's probably going to be closer to Christmas if they can get restocked on skates. Yeah, but but that's the thing. You got to get ahead of that, because yeah.
1: Jordan, they have earnings. When they have earnings next month, What the thesis here is that Zoomies is going to come out and say, hey... You know, mall traffic is obviously down. Everybody knows that. No, everyone ex- is expecting that. But, we're seeing some major traction with roller skates, with uh, skateboards, and we think that this traction is going to be sustained potentially into the holiday quarter. So we're adding, and I hope I hear this, right? We're adding inventory. We think that is going to be a tailwind going into the holiday quarter. A lot of this is due to social traction on TikTok. If they're the CEO, I mean, you know if the Peloton CEO is CEO of Zoomies, he would pump this to no end, right? He would pump it, pump it. And I hope that the CEO of Zoomies was watching that Peloton call last quarter and that he knows how to connect his brand to social, okay, now, <laughs> and school these Wall Street analysts. I'm staying away. And,
0: I'm <laughs> staying out because look what happened after the last earnings call. That line that you see with the E at the bottom, that's the earnings call, and whatever they said was not a pleasant sound well, pulled, to investors. No,
1: the earnings were fine, Dave. They pulled guidance. They pulled guidance, okay? Obviously, they had to pull guidance because they're a mall retailer during a pandemic when you can't even go within six feet of another human being without wearing a face mask. Yeah, but they had already so fallen. They had already
0: fallen from, from that, uh, you know, this this was their high over here. They they fell all the way down to 14. And then whatever they said during that conference call the very next day, they've started this downward trend. I'm out.
1: Hey, listen. Um, Fine. Then be out.
0: I hope I you believe... make money. I always hope you do. But I'm, this is not. <laughs> no.
1: All right. Let me, let me make this clear. This is a low conviction trade for me. This is yeah. not a medium conviction. It's not a high conviction. So I'm not going to fight you on this one or tell you to get a little zoomies away. I, I try to, you know, wring your arm to get a little Peloton or the Jordan with Tesla who never listens. And every Which day I did. you're going to regret not being in that Tesla. I, I bought did. Peloton
0: briefly. I'm out now. And uh, I love my Tesla stock. <laughs> we And by the way, I um, just did a rough math. We've already we've already uh, since the last episode uh, committed 400 books, approximately, just counting lines oh, in the sweet. spreadsheet. And
1: 700 left. And
0: since yeah. we mentioned it just uh, moments ago, we've already had uh, a bunch more come in. So
1: cool. And and by the way, they're yours to keep when you're done reading them. You could give them to a friend, family member, or you could put it on Amazon and make some money. I don't know if you want to. It's up to you.
0: Is that, is that your uh, advice?
3: <laughs> I, I keep buying a bookshop. That, I mean, displayed in my living room, but my friend Chris is a really smart guy. You could do that?
1: What if you sell it on Amazon for some cash and then you could kind of parlay that into an options trade, right? Oh, imagine
0: that. Take a free book. Yeah. Get money from it and then <laughs> turn that into an options. Like start your own investing empire with the free book that Chris gave you. <laughs>
3: Why not, right?
1: That would be amazing.
0: I mean, that it would make a great story.
3: Knowledge in there is way more valuable than the $4 you're going to get used off of, uh, you know, wherever you, Facebook <laughs> marketplace or whatever.
1: I'm going to recommend something, guys. I know we talked about doing this other segment uh, that was, you know, we this other segment's like a half-hour segment, and it's pretty important. And our video is so jittery right now, Dave, and people are saying it's jittery. Uh, yeah, it is my audio sync is probably off. We need to figure this stuff out. I'm, I don't think we can do that segment today because aren't we going to try to do the premiere
0: or no? Well, I have to see if it's ready. Um, I,
1: th- I know we've been getting emails, uh, oh, have we? saying that it's queued up. Yeah, so we've been getting emails saying that it's queued up and in a playlist ready to go, guys. This is super exciting we are we've kind of talked about this a little bit we're carving out some of our footage from this show trying to you know edit together some really punchy short video segments that have animation they're fun they're quick so if you miss one of our you know 2 hour or 3 hour live episodes or if you just don't have time to watch them you'll be able to watch just kind of the punchy highlights uh, of things that we think are super important on our main channel, which is YouTube.com/forward slash Dumb Money, and we edited together our team, uh, uh, who we're really impressed with, has edited together the first of these episodes. It's uh, an episode we call "Would You Rather," and it was a "Would You Rather" test: invest in Tesla or Nikola. And if you missed that episode last week, we had some really spirited things to say about Nikola. Uh, and I ended up making my making an investment in Nikola just days after I sold my last investment in Nikola. And I still have it today. But I'm I think I'm so impressed with the way this this little was like a seven minute episode came out. Yeah. And we would love to like we haven't done anything on the old channel in what five months, six months now.
0: We have not. The, the last one yeah. we posted was uh, was kind of the, like, all the footage that we had already shot before we put ourselves into lockdown. That was March 26th when we uh, released that video. Yeah, and before so that, I we hadn't put, booked. March 3rd was our video before that. And so we, and February 20th was a video before that. We, we really have let that other channel just kind of um, fall apart. So we would love so- to have you guys watch this new premiere. It is scheduled to launch in three minutes from now. So what we should do is... Yeah,
1: and we want to get your comments on what you think about the editing style. Like, do you love it? Do you hate it? Like, we're going to be there live, yeah. right, Dave? So we can actually like engage with you while you're watching it. In,
0: in the it. live and chat we alongside we- this uh, premiere, you'll be able to uh, tell us what you think, give us feedback.
1: And by the way, Dave, you never asked for thumbs up because we were in so cluster to begin this no, episode. I've, if you haven't, I asked for thumbs video. up many
0: times. I always ask for thumbs up, but Please. now this is just a reminder that we will get better. We're probably never going to use this platform again, so all that work was uh, for nothing. But you should subscribe because we'll, we'll start, figure Dave. things
1: out. Yeah, but it's really important to thumbs up this video premiere on the old dumb money channel, right, Dave? Because like, we got to wake up that channel. Oh, absolutely. I honestly, I'm so interested to find out what you guys think about this editing style. Uh, I love it. I thought it was super fun, but love to get your comments. So Dave, what do we do? Do we go over there with everyone and watch it? Or how does that work? You
0: can either log into your personal account and chat there as Chris Camillo, or you can log into the Dumb Money main channel and chat as Dumb Money. I'll probably log in as, hey there, Dave here, just so we know who I am.
1: So we're just going to go over to youtube.com forward Yeah, slash. hey, I I'm, you know,
3: I'm waiting for the premiere right now.
1: I've got it. I've got Oh, the- you, is it countdown right now? Yeah, man. You can go to it. Guys, it would mean the world to us if you guys would fl- in a minute flip over that channel and watch this premiere with us and give us your 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 transparent feedback on if you hate it, if you like it because we're making some big decisions right now about what we do with that old channel and we have a lot of fun stuff planned, and you know we, we want to make sure that you guys are in agreement with us. So is that it, Dave? Are we done I'm here?
0: Almost. I'm just trying to figure out where where do I even go to watch this. It's on. Well, you just told original me original channel how to watch oh, it. I don't even see it. Was it recommended? You to, to you? To it's videos? not yet on our actual videos? channel.
3: Now, if you go to videos, it shows a premiere as the first option.
0: Oh, oh, okay, so you, so you got go to go to, the videos, to videos tab. Dad. Perfect.
3: Okay, so YouTube.com
1: slash forward slash dumb money. And then we hit the videos tab. And it's yeah, would you rather? 15 waiting. Come on, guys. It's good to be waiting. All right, I'm I'm in here now. Waiting. Um we really, really need your help with this one because YouTube thinks this channel is dead. And we have to make them realize that the channel is not dead, it's alive and well. And we spent, you know, our team spent so much time editing this together. And I think you guys are going to be really impressed with it.
0: Definitely go check it out. You can find it on youtube.com slash dumb money. It is the would you rather between Kodak and Nicola. Check it out. You're going to like it. I promise that's going to do it for this one. Thank you guys so much for watching. We are dumb money. We'll see you next
2: time.